Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my friend, my co-ghost. We're getting close to both of our birthdays. I'm excited. Her name is Jessica, and her hi. last name is Delisle. Hi. 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 And, uh, hi. We have a really special guest, a returning guest, a friend of the podcast, Vancouverite, a talented podcaster and professor, Hannah McGregor. Hi. Are you both Leos? I'm, I'm a, a Leo, and she's a Virgo. Oh, those are both really good. I love Leo season. Yeah, I feel a little bit like left out of Leo season because I'm not as extroverted as most Leos. Yeah, that's fair. Leo season is a good season if you like to scream. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I don't. <laughs> I, hate, I hate yelling. But I am excited because there's very little to look forward to. So why not look forward to a birthday, right? Yeah. 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 I'm like checking my mailbox every day and it's two weeks out. Have you posted your address somewhere prominent where all of your many fans and admirers can find it? No, of course not. Back of the Georgia Strait. Yeah, I'm there with just like an ill-fitting thong. And a blurred face. Yeah. It just says, send me birthday cards, please. Daddy. Daddy. Every once in a while, somebody asks me if I have a P.O. box. And I'm like, no, that would be absurd. I'm not important. But then, like, there's this little part of my brain that's like, but what if you got free presents? Yeah. But probably I would just get weirdly intimate letters from strangers. Or, like, toenail clippings. Mm. <laughs> we get presents sent to the Stop Podcasting Yourself mailbox. Yeah, we got socks and cool. we've gotten candy and stuff. It's cool. pretty good. That's exciting. Yeah. Do you think I could use that too? Probably. <laughs> just just yeah, everyone just use theirs. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I feel like Dave would be down. Yeah. He's a very nice man. So kind. Yeah. I'll definitely take advantage of that. Okay, let me tell you about my retail experience. Experience. Um, so... A exciting symptom of the pandemic for me has been uh, short-term memory loss, which I believe is stress-induced. Oh, for sure. And which is really hard to notice when you are losing chunks of your memory until something indicates to you that you have forgotten something really significant. So I have been since... Things opened back up since like phase two. I moved from buying groceries in person to buying groceries entirely online. Yeah, I was like, go in, go into my local grocery store during phase one because they were being really, really good about like everybody was wearing masks and there was lots of very few people allowed in the store at the same time. And then phase two started and like suddenly there were a lot of people and everybody felt really comfortable touching your human body with their human bodies in a way that is that isn't working for me personally right now uh but then all of the online grocery delivery places had spaces again so i was just like (laughs) cool bye suckers i'll never i'll never see you again uh so i've been ordering groceries and last week i ordered like a big load of groceries because i was going on a camping trip and So I ordered, like, I had made the camping menu, and I had, like, done a really good job of making sure I had enough bags of chips for three (laughs) days of camping, (laughs) which is important. Otherwise, you die. Eight bags. And eight (laughs) bags of chips per person. Correct. Per person per day. Eight bags per person per day. You have to do some multiplication. And it was supposed to arrive on Friday, 
and I waited all day Friday and the grocery delivery never came. Oh no. And we were leaving on Sunday. And so I waited, I called them on, on Saturday morning and was like, my, where, where's my food? Where's my groceries? I need it to live. And they were like, we tried to deliver them. We called you three times yesterday. What? And I was like, you liars. You absolutely did not call me three times. And I like indignantly looked at my phone. I was like, I would have a missed call. I have three missed calls. Oh, no. Oh, no. So I was so, I was like so indignant when I called. I was so sure I was right. No, I was wrong. They they absolutely tried to bring me my groceries. And I don't, I don't know how I missed three phone calls. And I have no recollection whatsoever of it happening. Oh, wow. It was your phone off? Absolutely not. always off. Oh, my phone is never off. Wow. Wow. You were just in a fugue state. Oh, yeah. I was just in a fugue state. Maybe I was like staring deep into the the human anus of the world that is Twitter (laughs) and just lost the ability to hear temporarily. Or your own human anus just with a hand mirror. (laughs) I could have been. I do do that every day around 225. So actually that (laughs) makes a lot of sense. Don't schedule your groceries for uh, anus uh, contemplation. For (laughs) a noose o'clock. Yeah. It's tea time. Did you get your groceries? They couldn't deliver them in time for the camping trip. And so I had to... um, go on a, an in-person adventure into the grocery store. Okay. Which it was like, it was not terrible, but I am feeling, I have like started to co-bubble. What is the, what's the language we have for this? What's the thing like where you like. bubble It sounds nice. Intentionally breathe the same air as other human beings. Yeah. Co- you expand yeah. your bubble? You I join expand, bubbles? I joined bubbles with a friend of mine uh, who has a baby. And so now I just feel extra like, gotta just gotta be safe. Yeah, yeah. It's not for sure. It's not just my foolish self that's taking grocery risks. Well, I'm glad you got your groceries. I did get groceries. I bought two bags of chips. It's like an actual normal human amount, and then <laughs> two bags of vegan marshmallows. Oh, they're so good. Be- because the friends that I was camping with, two friends who are part of this this childcare bubble are British and they had never had a s'more. Oh, I've never had one either. You've never had a s'more. Nope. I say in a, I don't know why I, why I said in that, that voice. I have a question. It's just of, chocolate and marshmallows and graham crackers. You know? Yeah. I like all of those things. Is the s'more chocolate, dark chocolate or milk chocolate? Traditionally it is cheap Hershey's milk chocolate, but I make it with dark chocolate because I am vegan. Yeah. Okay. yeah, ladies' choice. Yeah, mm. and you can get some decent gluten-free graham crackers. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah, sometimes I eat them at my desk when I'm sad. <laughs> I'm a, I'm always sad when I'm at my desk, but only sometimes am I eating gluten-free <laughs> graham crackers. If I'm at my desk, I guarantee you, I'm sad. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking about how cheering it would be if you were having a bad work day if you could just make a quick s'more. Ooh. Like I had a little flamethrower. <laughs> just, just a small office fire. Yeah. I don't think anyone would think any, anything different of me for it. They already know that, you know. You could use one of those little hand torches. Yeah. Yeah. Those are like pretty acceptable now, I feel like, to just have one. In the workplace, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just at the desk. Yeah. <laughs> 
I guess the last office I worked in did a lot of like food styling because of there was like catalog photography happening. And so I was like, this is just normal to have like every type of dessert parading through the office place at all times, including flambe. This is great. This is great. There's just something so joyful about like you bite into it. It's such a it's such a always poorly constructed object because you've got like the melted chocolate and the graham crackers and the marshmallow in the middle. And when you bite into it, melted chocolate pours down the bottom half of your face. I don't like like that. Long strings of marshmallow and the marshmallow sort of goops out and you (laughs) immediately your hands are so sticky so sticky could you guys make it in a bowl for me (laughs) yeah with a bib make you a deconstructed s'more you can eat with a spoon yeah i don't think old messy jesse over here is allowed to uh to eat those that's why i didn't have them (laughs) as a child also my family never went camping once did they ever call you messy jesse that was my nickname as a child (laughs) you're so tidy uh, not oh. as a child. I mean, I was. Well, a, I guess you're a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I was. Yeah. A, I was a slob as a kid. Absolutely. I think you just instinctively are like you have to learn yeah. not to be. So it's true. Yeah. yeah. I, everything about being tidy. I learned myself. Mom. <laughs> yeah. Mom, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I mean, like you poop yourself as a child. Yeah, so, like, you're you got constantly. you're starting, <laughs> you're starting really from the bottom. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then you from work your, your way bottom, up, and then you work <laughs> yeah. your way back. Yeah, yeah. To your bottom, exactly. It all relates back to anus, anus, yeah. hour. anus, anus. Yeah, at two, what two fifteen? Two, yeah, two fifteen, <laughs> right before two thirty. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hank is. Uh, trying to get comfortable on my lap uh i think uh, i told jessica before the podcast he was bitten by a, another dog he's fine but he's a bit uncomfortable and so the mm. whole day he's been kind of s- s- like shuffling around the house staring at walls crying and licking his leg and i knew when we started the podcast that if he sat on me he would probably feel the most comfortable to keep him in this position i have to keep my ankles like my toes pointed so oh. he doesn't slide off my lap uh and then my body lurched forward so he doesn't fall off my lap as well so you're gonna so. need to see a chiropractor after we yeah. finish recording yeah that's good you've got to turn yourself into like a hot dog bun oh <laughs> i love hot dogs i got yeah. a body like a hot dog bun ah yeah you do <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. Oh, yeah. I don't even know what that voice oh, is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's been so long since I felt the touch of another human. I think that is a sex voice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give it to me, hot dog bun. <laughs> Again, it's like another Dick Tracy style like character. <laughs> oh, my- yeah. Mm, bad yeah. boy <laughs> that is my favorite movie so bad <laughs> i know i think i turned it off when i was a kid so so bad i'm not convinced that i've actually seen it but i think my brain thinks it's a cross between who framed roger rabbit and sin city is that correct oh, pretty that accurate sounds, yeah, yeah that's great cool. you but should rewrite it like no great. animation unfortunately what um, isn't everybody's face animated no, it's just like weird makeup and prosthetics and stuff. Oh, yeah, that makes really, it sound better. 
It's really quite disturbing. If I would have seen it as a kid, I think it would have really scared me. Do you remember what the first movie you saw in a movie theater was? Peter Pan. Star Wars. (laughs) Those are both really good. What about you? I was trying to recall recently because there was some Twitter meme that was like, mash up the first movie you ever saw in a theater and the last movie you saw in a theater before things closed down and imagine the movie that results out of those two. But I'm pretty sure the first movie I ever saw in a theater was Ghostbusters 2. Nice. Oh, yeah. I was definitely five years old when that came out. So, (laughs) but I remember I didn't make it all the way through. It was too scary. That face showed up on the wall. I've never seen it again. But there's a face on a wall and I was too scared. Comes out of a painting. And my mom had to walk me around the mall while my brother and my father finished it. Oh, you were Um, a little baby mall walker. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was tender then and I'm tender now. Doing the loop. Tender adult. I was five when I saw Peter Pan and I guess they like, cause that movie's from like the fifties or sixties or something. And I guess they just like Mm -hmm. were playing it at a a second run theater or something. Okay. Or you're 70. Yeah. I'm, it's just amazing. This skin. Yeah. It's beautiful. (laughs) But okay. And what I was trying to think of the last movie I saw, I, maybe it was the lighthouse. I can't recall. In the theater. Or maybe star Wars. Yeah. This meme would be really be ruined if the first movie you saw was Star Wars and the last movie yeah. you saw was also Star Wars. Oh, man. Wacky I saw Jojo Masha. Rabbit. Oh, yeah. That was your last one? Yeah. So Star Wars and Jojo Rabbit. It could work, I guess. Yeah. It could absolutely work. As could, I think, Peter Pan and the Lighthouse would be a beautiful mashup. Like, yeah. probably somewhere in Neverland, there's two sad men <laughs> stuck in a lighthouse right? well it's sort of like uh, captain hook and smee like their relationship is kind of like willem dafoe and um robert pattinson yeah so what if captain <laughs> hook and smee accidentally got shipwrecked on an island with only a lighthouse yeah and then engaged in i haven't seen the movie but i'm gonna guess alert. psychosexual terror um there's just like lots of like farts and shit <laughs> everything just gets really chaotic um they become obsessed with the light in the lighthouse they probably lose their minds from isolation i'm I'm gonna see it it's really good no spoilers okay i i'm surprised by the farts and shit i meant no don't spoil peter pan i haven't seen it yet All (laughs) all of that happens within like the first five minutes okay so um hannah what was your last movie that you saw Mm. It was Birds of Prey, the Harley Quinn movie. Oh, I really want to see that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's on demand now. I really liked it. It was um, aesthetically very pleasing in a super sort of campy, over the top, like hypersaturated way. It's got a very strong sort of roller derby feminist vibe. (laughs) Yeah. And there's some like beautiful fight choreography. I listened to an interview with the fight choreographer before I saw it, and he was talking about what it means to choreograph fights between huge men and much smaller women and how it was really important to him to actually show 
how a smaller woman could kick the shit out of a bigger man. And he's like, it's not by throwing punches. It's by like hitting him in the knees with a baseball bat. Yeah. And I was like, "Mm, yes, this is my feminism. Thank you. It is. That sounds really doable. That's what I fantasize about. I'm like, go for the knees, go for the ankles. (laughs) You cut the Achilles tendon. They can't run. A hundred percent. That's the, that's the vibe of this movie is cut the Achilles tendon and they can't run. And it was very pleasing. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited to just see a movie with Rosie Perez in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's amazing. She's so amazing. 2020, Rosie Perez, I think she should be president. So, yeah, it's probably the best, more than the best option. We need to stop having uh, celebrities be. My internet is still kind of choppy. Oh, you're back. You were frozen momentarily, but now you're back. Yeah, I'm getting a message that says your internet connection is unstable. I'm like, I know. It's not the only connection that's unstable. (laughs) (laughs) Unstable. Um, I have a retail experience as well. Okay, let's do it. It was really good. I just uh, bought a bunch of underwear online. Did you buy from different... Oh, you tell your own story. Go ahead. So sorry. Well, yeah. All my all my American Apparel underwear that I bought, like, stocked up on when they were closing down because it was, like, my favorite underwear at the, at the time. It has now all started to get, like, so giant. Um, and you really notice it when it's summertime and you're, like, not wearing tights or, like, tight-fitting waist things and they just start slipping down. And you're like, this is not uh, doing the job it's supposed to do. Uh, so I put out like I I did a crowdsourcing like think tank for where to buy underwear because it's just like it's been so long. I don't know. And I was overwhelmed by the amount of suggestions I got. And so many people were like, share your findings. So I was like, fuck, I got to keep track of this. <laughs> Make a spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah, I should have because um, people were like responding in different ways. And I was like, OK, one more vote for this place. One more for this so I bought from two different places and they all arrived and Whoa, they so all quick. Yeah, it was very quick. Um, Do you have reviews? I haven't. Well, I like tried them on to see that they fit, but I haven't like worn them a full day because I was like okay. going to wash them first. <laughs> Fine. Fancy. <laughs> well, you I know, didn't they, say anything, but I was like, that is a really grown up way to live your life. They just like <laughs> have that smell like they're fresh out of the box. So I can't make a joke right now, but I mean, I, they had a, a great opportunity. And yeah, I let it pass. There's, there's about, a joke that could be made here about freshness and boxes. Yeah. <laughs> For example, we're one inclined. Yeah. Um, I bought one kind that's like made from bamboo. That's like kind of fancy and expensive, but they're supposed to last forever. And mm-hmm. I think they're called like booty and it's like B-O-O-D-Y. They sell them at Welk's. Oh, yeah. And then I bought a bunch of other ones from Mark's Work Warehouse. Awesome. They've got great t-shirts. Oh, Mark's Warehouse so much. Yeah. Yeah, And they're all like so great. And I don't know. I find when I go to a place that's like specifically underwear, like that's the one thing that they sell. I hate everything there because they're like weird, like cuts that don't like actually cover my the parts I want to (laughs) cover, which is more than you think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all yeah. both lips. Yeah. <laughs> My knees. <laughs> Down to the ankles. It's called long underwear for a reason. 
What I was going to say about new underwear is that you really don't know if a new underwear brand is any good until you've worn them for 16 hours on a 30 degree summer day. Yes. That's got to figure out how it handles a swampy undercarriage. That's the real. Yes. That's the real test. Yeah. Well, I also like the advice that I took. I got advice from a lot of people, but the advice I took were from like two close friends. And I figured if they had endorsed this underwear so, so highly, if I didn't like it, I could just give it to them. And yeah, but they all worked out. So I didn't have to. That's awesome. Yeah. What a dream come true. Yeah, really. It was like, I thought it was going to be stressful. And I was like, do I like, where do I, where do I look? And it was so easy. So all you had to do was make a spreadsheet. (laughs) Yeah. All I had to do was make a PowerPoint spreadsheet (laughs) Online database. Yeah. 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 So relational database, an app. Yeah. That's (laughs) easy to make once you've got the relational database though. Yeah. Augmented reality is just like, so, so easy. Yeah. Easy breezy. I have, this is, all of my follow-up questions are too intimate. So go ahead and tell me (laughs) (laughs) these questions are too private, but like, I am intrigued by your description of what happens when your underwear gets too old. It just because oh. I feel like that happens differently. Like my underwear does not stretch out. Oh, the like the thing. Like what is the thing that gives first in your underwear? Um, well, I a guess- Cosmo quiz. <laughs> yeah, it proves what like your love lifestyle is. Um, mm-hmm. cause the underwear that I was wearing from American Apparel didn't like specifically have like an elastic band in it. Like the whole thing was sort of stretchy. So I guess the elastic that's like woven into the fabric just goes and then it gets a bit threadbare. Like if you hold it up, you can see through it, which is weird because they're black, (laughs) like (laughs) should be (laughs) opaque. And then, yeah, it's usually like in the morning when I get up and I'm about to have a bath and I take them off and they're like so big and I'm like, I can't put these back on my body ever again. Like they just have to this is it they're done this is it they they have to die now yeah but i bought Bury so them many in a box in the backyard yeah i'm i mean i'm donating them to charity of course yeah absolutely but like i used to go on tour for like up to two months at a time so i would always buy like a ton of underwear in oh, case sh- i wouldn't get a chance to go do laundry or whatever yeah. so I also bought like 25 pairs of underwear just now <laughs> and i'm like maybe i bought too many i don't know <laughs> Well, you're set. Yeah. I mean, I also don't like doing laundry every week because just like staying in my apartment. Yeah, of course. 25 pairs of underwear sounds extremely luxurious. I'm impressed. I mean, you can get those like five packs from (laughs) uh, Mark's Work Warehouse. They're very affordable. Um, This whole time we've been talking, I keep taking my mask that I broke um, and tying it around my knee. (laughs) like it's a cool knee pad nice i look like a cool pirate here i'll show you very cool and then surprise (laughs) (laughs) getting a real look at my undercarriage (laughs) (laughs) anyway enough about that alicia what's your retail experience slash nightmare slash dream Guys, I, I, I hate to say this, but I don't think I have one. Oh. I don't know if this has ever happened before. I mean, um, that's that's good. That's fine. Yeah, I didn't really go. I mean, I have a retail dream, and it's called Rain or Shine Ice Cream. And 
And um, I mean, every week I complain about people not wearing masks and there's even less people now wearing masks than there than it seems like last week, even though our numbers are up. But I went to Rain or Shine twice uh, in the matter of four days and both times I had strawberry ice cream and matcha ice cream on a sugar cone and it made me so happy. Together? Yeah. On the same sugar cone or two separate sugar cones, one in each fist? Oh man, that would be great, but they'd melt. They'd melt so fast. Mm. Mm. Yeah, Not that's if you fair. do my yeah, patented licking technique. Uh, yeah, that is nice the way you do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's really a shame this is an audio medium only because that was beautiful. My technique. I know Shine is a, is a retail dream that it's open at all. And yeah. Are they doing that thing where they've like, you can't go inside and they've got somebody who's like at the door who you they order from? They had that for a while, but now you go inside and there's plexiglass and hand sanitizer and the staff's wearing masks um, and they don't do milkshakes or sundaes currently. Mm. And they have seemed a reduced offering maybe, but my favorite flavors are yeah. always there. Like I like berry and I like, uh, what other flavors? Mint. So like, I'm fine. No big deal. Matcha. Oh my gosh, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. I'm inspired to it's make delicious. a vegan version this weekend and see if I can do that. Mm. Make it? I have an ice cream maker that I bought and then haven't used much. It was, yeah, it's like not, it wasn't terribly expensive. And I want to like get better at making ice cream. Like I've made like fake ice creams in it, like ones that are based out of banana and like peanut butter and coconut milk. But I want to make like a real coconut milk vegan ice cream. Mm. I think maybe roasted yeah. strawberry and then a matcha. See how it works out. Oh my God. Ooh, a lot. Oh my God. Probably going to be pretty Both. icy. But yeah. it might. Uh, Why? I don't know. It's like I don't have patience <laughs> for baking and like I don't follow recipes. So I'm going to have to find some good recipes. Because mm. you're it's a like, rebel. Yeah. I'd like to do things my own way. And you can't really do that when you're learning how to do something. Like 69ing. I had to read so <laughs> many books. Yeah. It's hard when you're upside yeah. down. Yeah, it was do really so hard. many, so many Cosmo quizzes. Did <laughs> yep. you guys? Everybody saw the glory hole um, thing that oh came out from the. Yep. So for the listener, yep. the uh, it was the government of BC, I believe. It was mm-hmm. Dr. Bonnie Henry. The BC CDC. Yeah, and uh, one of the recommendations for safer sex was to use glory holes, <laughs> and which only works for uh, you know a percentage of the population, um, but it has delighted all of us. But I also thought because it's like don't have. Don't have mouth-to-mouth contact. I was like, we're all 69ing, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but the glory, that is really glory safe. hole thing was much funnier. If you get 69 through a glory hole, it would have to be two glory holes and somebody would have to be doing a headstand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But oh, No, you could lay on your side. Yeah, you could just get like a partition down the middle of your bed. <laughs> yeah, you could just be... You know what? That, <laughs> don't know why you're making this so complicated. Is that how you've been 69ing this all this time? <laughs> Yours is so much more practical. I seem to have to be vertical yeah. at all times. Somebody here has not 69. Someone's doing a keg stand <laughs> while they 69. I was so I was so delighted when I saw that because not only does it say like limit kissing, uh, it also says like use positions that like limit face to face contact. <laughs> It's like, my favorite things. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. like use a barrier such as a wall, i.e. glory hole. And it's like your childhood. <laughs> what I, other intimacy barriers do I have? Far all sake. this baggage that's everywhere. Um, 
but like that made me be like i want to go into business selling glory holes or like <laughs> providing glory holes to people oh what if you made them out of plexiglass Ooh. it would be like when a, an octopus so is like dirty. at the corner of an aquarium yeah <laughs> gross <laughs> what if the glory <laughs> holes there was like there multiple so you could also just put your finger in your partner's belly button so they feel like they have to pee that makes you feel like you have to pee it doesn't make you feel like you have to pee no absolutely not no oh i feel so ashamed of my body (laughs) (laughs) maybe your bladder's like right there probably uh with my luck of course (laughs) now i'm just (laughs) sticking my finger in my belly button it doesn't make you feel like peeing no oh man if i did it too much i would press harder I mean, I'm pressing. Like, how hard are I'm you pressing? pressing? Really hard. Don't press that hard. I don't <laughs> think oh you're god, don't to do press that. too hard. No. <laughs> Who knows what's on the other side of yours? It could be like your lungs. That's true. My body's sixty nineing itself on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that about your body on the inside. My lungs are down here. My kidneys are up here. <laughs> yeah, my lungs are down here, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Eyes down here. Thank you very much. <laughs> You can look at my lungs or my mole, but nothing else. Yeah. No face-to-face contact. Please. I'm going to go out for Halloween. It's Jessica's leg mole. <laughs> Just be a big spider. Big, big spooky like, spider. soft, velvety, hairy circle. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, it's lovely. Beautiful. It's just there. And now it's like, I used to be, yeah, I used to be self-conscious about having like, long leg hair that I haven't shaved and now I'm just like at the point where I'm like wearing a mini skirt at work with my hairy ass legs and I'm like I don't I don't care anymore yeah you shouldn't we've wasted so much time on this shit yeah if there's one thing this pandemic is teaching us it's got to be how to like let go of all of the entirely pointless energy wasting nonsense right yeah it's actually I think so I think that that's kind of the moment I had with my hair last week was like yeah I think this is we're going to say goodbye to this way of spending money and feeling bad. I can feel about my bad about myself without doing this to myself every month. Yeah, you can feel so, bad yeah. about yourself for free. <laughs> yeah, it's a free thing I do all the time. Um, <laughs> it's your hair, for free. Your hair looks really cool right now. That's like, you can see like all the gray here. Yeah, it's like two times. I really like it. Hmm. Every time my boss sees it, he's like, I forget that you forgot that you did that to your hair. And I'm like, yeah, it's not a big deal. It looks great. Your boss Thanks. sounds looks like uh, they're easily spooked. <laughs> well, I do hide in his office all the time and jump out and go, new haircut. A spook. Uh, yeah, I, didn't, I left that part out. That's diff- <laughs> like before he says yeah. that, that's what I do. You spooked me. I kind of thought that went without saying. Yeah. Thank you, Hannah. Like how else do you show somebody a new haircut? <laughs> yeah. Surprise. You hide in their home. <laughs> yeah. It's the only way that Obviously. works. Yeah. Or bad. Yeah, or their garbage can or their car, or wherever. Behind Where is the, uh, you and the closest hole? place you've hidden to surprise somebody? <laughs> Where? Oh, I don't think I've surprised that many people. Everyone oh, man, hates being surprised. Oh, Everyone shit. hates it, though. <laughs> oh, fuck. I oh, know. I didn't know that. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I mean, probably just like under something really dusty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably anything in my home. You're like then, lit. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I do this like stretching mobility class thing online. That's just like a desperate attempt to keep my spine from being completely crushed by this bad, bad chair I work in now. Um, I could. I could buy an office chair. Will I? Probably not. They're so Why ugly. not? I suck. 
I just, it's hard. It's hard for me to commit to yeah. buying home office stuff because then it feels like admitting that this is forever long term. Yeah. It took me like two months to go to my office and bring my computer home. Oh, wow. I was just like working on my tiny laptop, like dying. Uh, that I gave in and got this desktop home, but I have not given in and gotten a desk chair. So I do this like mobility class where you just like lie on the floor and like do this a bunch to like try to remind your spine how to feel. And every time I do it, I look under my bookcase and I'm like, real dusty under there. <laughs> Probably somebody should clean that. But does anybody ever clean it? No. No. Why would you? It's just going to get dusty again. Exactly. Exactly. And I can only see it when I'm on the ground. Yeah. yeah. No one's coming over. So like, if you're fine with it, don't worry about it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not fine with it. I'm also just lazy. Yeah. Do you have like a Swiffer thing? No. You don't need one. It's fine. <laughs> I could, if I could like get one of the cats. Yeah. I mean, could I train my cats to dust? Use, do you use think? the cat tail, like a little wand, yep. a little microfiber wand. And yep. the poison is also the antidote. And then they'll just deal with it. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> it's their problem. That's it's beautiful. I um, tackled the underneath my bed uh, dust bunnies about two two weeks ago, and I did like a big clean of my bedroom, and I was so pleased with myself. And the very next week, it was almost as dusty, and I just live on a busy street, and it's gross. And I would get a Roomba, maybe a Roomba seems like a thing, but also, I would break it. I would fall over summer. it or something. It's summer. You yeah. have your fan going that just like moves dust around so much. Yeah. I have two cats. I have to vacuum very diligently, but like it's a losing battle constantly. Totally. I speaking of breaking things, what a terrible segue. <laughs> How's your new bike? Oh yeah. Um my bike is okay, but the brakes are not very good. Oh no. Mm. Still. I haven't done anything about it. I whenever there's conflict with in my mind, like there's no conflict I'm sure in the mind of the store where I bought it. Um I avoid it. <laughs> Like, but yeah. I can go and get a free tune-up from them, uh, but I just haven't sent the email. Maybe I'll do that tonight. Yeah. This is like based on your experience. I feel like you, you're going to bring your bike in and then going to be like, we never had your bike. What are you talking about? You <laughs> never had a bike. Also, this phone call costs $15. <laughs> yeah, um, I think I'll like I think I should take it in and see how it goes. But if anything needs to be replaced, uh, I will definitely take that as a take it to my my bike guy. It'd be nice to save the money, but I should have, like, the brakes were bad from the first time I picked up the bike. Um, I checked in on my old bike today, and it's doing great. (laughs) I had, like, a a visitation visitation text. I'm like, how's the bike? And it was such, how's the bike doing? That's so funny. It's a great bike. So sturdy. Great brakes. (laughs) Are they loose? Are they, like... No, they don't, like it, you, you guys have to press really have to press really hard hmm. to get them just to, to yeah. stop. I feel like it's something that could be replaced uh, for or just adjust money. It. Yeah, yeah, but I like it. I haven't yeah. uh, haven't flown off of it. Uh, it's still the, <laughs> the, as I said this the slowest bike on the bike path most days. Also, this year on the bike path for everybody that doesn't give a shit or does give a shit, are there's a lot of electric bikes, and because hmm. uh, a lot of people have opted to you know try and get to work without public transit and um but i've seen all different like motorized scooters 
And yesterday I saw it was just a wheel, a thick rubber wheel, maybe eight inches in diameter and maybe six inches thick. And it was in a, <laughs> it was in a glory hole. Mm. It was in a. Could you start that over? There were too many details. I know. Too it was horny. Like a, <laughs> I know. Me too. Hang on. Uh, it was this weird thing this guy was standing on. I don't know what it's like called. Like a unicycle? No, it was okay. it was like a skateboard, but with just one central wheel that you yeah. balance on. It's like a unicycle, an electric unicycle. But there's no pedals, and it's not the size of a unicycle. It's small. No, but it has one. Is it called an electric unicycle? I think so. I'm going to Google it because I don't believe you. I like That's watching. what I've called them before. We've talked about them. <laughs> No, I it's. Not, I know what you're talking about. It's not that. Okay. It, uh, that this looked like almost homemade. It looked like a piece of wood with this wheel on it, <laughs> like a wheel in the center. Was it art? I don't know, but he um, got ahead of me on the bike path and then pulled out his phone to make a phone call and slowed down. And I was like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna lose my mind." Sounds like a really cool guy. Yeah, there's a lot <laughs> of uh, the bike path is a great place to practice breathing <laughs> and being cool. I did yell at a car today. Um, but it felt like yelling at a car today. I have been going on a lot of walks along the seawall and they have blocked off the bike path on the seawall so that both paths are pedestrian only so that you can more easily distance. And then they've blocked off the road proximate to the seawall to make a big bike path. So like bikes have to be up there. It's really, it's really nice. So you feel like you can walk along the seawall and you're not like crammed in with a bunch of other people. And if you're biking, there's way more space to bike and you're not like, like winding around tourists all the time. It's great. It's a good arrangement. It was smart. Fewer cars. Love it. Every once in a while, there's somebody biking along the bike path <laughs> who has not gotten the memo and is really sure that they're right and you're wrong. And I have gotten yelled at by exclusively men because who yells at a woman pushing a baby carriage along a seawall, obviously, <sighs> men exclusively. Oh. And and my, I absolutely 100% my instinct should be to just be like, ignore it, What they're already gone. But instead, my instinct is to be like, actually, the bike path was turned into a pedestrian path. <laughs> <laughs> they're, already, they're already a kilometer away. You're pulling like, up the Google documents. And you follow documents? up on the city way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Actually, city council did a vote and uh, you had your time to voice your opinion and uh, this time is now passed. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's me. It's wild. And and there's a lot of guys behaving badly. Like they're just always in a race with me for the next stop sign. And I'm like, was it worth it? Was (laughs) it? And then they asked for sure it was worth it for them. Did you know that in the world of bike bros, doing that to somebody, that thing where you like, power around them so that you're in front of them at the stop sign so that you can take off before them. Yeah. It's called chicking someone. I did chicken. not know that. Chicking. Like you're getting chicked. That's weird. weird. Yeah, it is gross. It, it is a it is a gender thing. It's not a cute baby bird thing. Huh. Yeah. It is a like chicks ride bike slow. Yeah. Weird. What always happens with guys is I get to the stop sign first and but I so then I have to press the walks uh, button so we can get across the street and then they power ahead of me and then they do something shitty and uh, then we meet up again at the next stop sign so it, it goes sounds like a meet cute to me <laughs> it is never should we do demon yeah if you were a demon what kind 
Anna, this lady's choice was <laughs> demon. You wanted to mm-hmm. do this segment. Yep. This is becoming our number one segment. I love it. Yeah. Um, I think it should just be your only say. I think you should rename <laughs> yeah. your podcast. If you yeah. were a demon, what kind of demon would you be? Yeah. The podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It rolls off the tongue. Yeah, it's concise. I do love a long title. Um, Hannah, what kind of demon would you be if you could be a demon? If I could be a demon, I would be a demon that was disguised as a drum. Oh, at the drum circle and Third Beach? Yep. Yep. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I would be just like a innocuous drum that magically appealed exclusively to white men with dreads. Um, there would just be something in my aura that really said to them that I was a authentic and powerful drum. Yeah. And they would and they would long to have me and they would long to bring me with them to all of their beachside drum circles and then uh as soon as they began and i would look exactly like a drum but i would have those little cartoon red eyes oh, just little really spooky you know very, you know very I would like, <laughs> yeah oh, yeah goosebumps extremely goosebumps like badly cgi'd <laughs> onto a regular drum i would have bad cgi and when your eyes. eyes open there's just like a blood curdling scream <laughs> happens like yeah. in the distance in the di- we don't know whose scream it is but it's scary <laughs> yeah. Very scary. And if you play me, then (laughs) (laughs) then you and everybody around you uh, gets banished into another realm for 20 years uh, where you are just like safely slotted into uh, pods, just pods that keep you just just keep you safe and hygienic. For you twenty go years, to the matrix. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. You go into the matrix, <laughs> just into a just into a goop pod, Perfect. full of full of nutrients. You're fine. You're safe. You're, me up. You're not dead. You're just gone. You're bald. You got some. You got some new some fun new holes in your body where there weren't holes before. Glory holes. That's fine. And then I absorb the energy out of you via your pod, and I use that to power my ongoing quest. I love it. Yeah, you could expand into more drums. Yeah. I could become more drums, ever more drums. You could be like a whole whole set. Yeah. Maybe over time I could adopt new forms. Like maybe I become a didgeridoo. Or Or a longboard. Maybe sometimes. Maybe I'm a longboard sometimes. (laughs) Maybe... Maybe sometimes I am a dreadlock. Ooh, (laughs) The haunted dreadlock. Just a haunted white man's dreadlock. Oh. But always you can tell me by my little CGI yeah. eyes. <laughs> Your little blonde dreadlock. Um, so like what, how many people went to this drum circle? For people who don't live in Vancouver who don't know, there was like a huge drum circle gathering at Third Beach in Vancouver. Uh, I've only seen a couple photos. I didn't really like read into it because I was just like, I hate all of this. <laughs> no one looked yeah. like they were social distancing. It was definitely the like actual group that was at the drum circle was definitely more than 50. Yeah. Um, and now we're getting like a pretty classic like Dr. Bonnie Henry, whose MO is to be like extremely chill and non-judgmental because that is grounded in an understanding of public health and the fact that you do not encourage people to adopt new behaviors by shaming or nagging them. Yeah. That is like good public health policy. And so she is staying very level headed. Um, but, <laughs> but John Horgan was this morning i believe in a press conference was like 
come on. <laughs> and I quote, come on. <laughs> That's what I say to him about the pipeline. Come um, on. Yeah. He, uh, that's really true, though. Like, the whole mask shaming thing is not working. Dr. Bonnie Henry uh, is our last hope to get people to yeah. put them on, I think. But I've been thinking yeah. about that a lot this the past week after speaking to a friend who's a little bit bummed out about how judgmental people are being. And she's older, and I understood her point of view. And also, I'm trying to be a bit more positive about it. Like, hey, it's good to wear a mask instead of, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> um, but it, yeah, yeah, I saw your tweets and I thought they were great. Yeah, I'm like, trying. Wearing a mask is a really great way of showing people that you care about their well-being. Yeah. I also just, I, I'm not like usually attracted to strangers, but if I see anyone wearing a mask, I'm like, damn, that's quite attractive to me. <laughs> Like yeah. you are an attractive human being. Doesn't matter who yeah. they are. I'm just like, you got a mask. I I do you when safe to do so. <laughs> or through a glory hole. One or the other. Yes, through a glory oh, hole. I froze and now I'm back. You're back. That's amazing. My glory hole is so so excited. <laughs> Saved you. Jessica, if you were a demon, who would you be? Um, let me just show you my mole one more time. <laughs> 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 so i guess when did you even do that i don't know what are you talking about <laughs> you should have it made into a tattoo <laughs> a spider tattoo yeah. um yeah so my whole body is just gonna be made out of spiders uh <laughs> i guess yeah that's terrifying for some people just like spiders in my hair spiders coming out of all of my orifices or orify mm. i feel like that Orifices. orifices. I like Orify. Sounds That's like, your demon name. Yeah, I'm Orify. And I'm also an oracle. I can predict the future. And the future is spiders. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere. That sounds really good. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love a spider. That's great. There's, there's a beautiful spider living on my balcony. Nice. And usually she's just staying very still uh but yesterday i got to saw see her i got to saw her i i did get to saw her wrapping you a bug her in, in half no i oh, observed no. her i observed her wrapping a bug in a web that's so cool it was amazing. She was suddenly like so still. And then just these spurts of furious activity where like all her little legs were going at the same time. Amazing. I was going to say it was Taco Tuesday, but yesterday was Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, it was Wataka Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess I would. I would do that, too. <laughs> that's what I would. I forgot that spiders also do that. So that's my whole deal, too. <laughs> Alicia, what about you? <laughs> um, I would be a uh, plexiglass glory hole <laughs> so it would be i would it would be the kind where you didn't have to do a headstand um okay. but like <laughs> so an unusual kind an unusual kind <laughs> the lazy but, kind but w when intercourse started i would melt oh and then attach those two people together <gasps> until they were dead that is some straight up hellraiser horror shit i've never even seen horror movies so i'm trying really hard to be scary you're good at it you are succeeding yeah, yeah so they'd be like oh, ee, oh, ow, ow, ee, ow. 
<laughs> and then they're I like, can. kill me, <laughs> please. Yeah. That's my demon. Oh, I love yeah. it. And then you could hang them all in like your demon gallery. Room. Yeah, then I'll have like yeah, a showing at a gallery. cafe. And that's my yeah. other part of being a demon. I'm a person that hangs my art at cafes. <laughs> and sells everything for a ridiculous amount. Yeah, I'm like $1,000. Yeah. Yeah. Is that too much to buy two human bodies yeah. attached with plexiglass? Actually, no, no, like no it's a steal. Real. It's going to be like the House of Wax. Oh. oh. Okay, so there's this scene. I can't remember if it's in Cube or Cube 2 Hypercube. Um, <laughs> Don't know what that is. They are some Canadian horror films where there's these people who are just trapped in a cube and there's like doors, but it just leads to more cubes. Um, it's like a maze of death, basically. Um, they're extremely Canadian. And then I think there's a third one called like Cube Zero. Mm. But there's one scene where in one of the cubes, two people start having sex, but there's like zero gravity and like time goes really fast. So the next time people go back to that room, they're just spinning like in a I don't know if it's a 69 position or like a missionary position, but they're just like two mummies like spinning in this room. And it's oh. like that's the big reveal. And you're like, oh, they just like fucked each other to mummy death. <laughs> yeah, mummy death. <laughs> yeah, it's happened to all of us. Mummy. <laughs> um, <laughs> is it Papo of the Week time? Sure. <laughs> Hannah, you get to go first. Oh, I get to go first. I have three Papos, but I'll go really quick. Um, Take your time. So great. I have three Papos and I'm going to go super slow. Perfect. My primary papos are my cats, Alperty and Pancakes. Pancakes. <laughs> We've been having a real wild ride through the pandemic. Pancakes has um, extremely bad inflammatory bowel disease. Aww. And Aww, it has turned out to be a hard chronic condition to manage um, and also an expensive chronic condition to manage. But also, she was like a real feral skittish cat when I first got her. And... Somehow, every vet visit, she returns increasingly physically affectionate. Oh. Like, I think, like, I take, especially now because of socially distance, I can't go into the vet with her. So every time I've had to bring her, I, like, get her home and she's, like, more and more, like, she seems to trust me more. Maybe she's realizing that, like, when she goes away, she'll always come back and, like, is realizing I'm a stable part of her life. So, like, she is getting more trusting, which is also great because it's easier to, like, get her in a carrier now and just easier to take care of her. But also she's kind of turning into a lap cat, which ah. is incredible. Yeah, you posted a photo um, recently. Sitting in my lap. Yeah. She's so good. And obviously Al Purdy is my papo, uh, even though he is a bad cat who likes to scream. <laughs> I also love him very much, and I like to kiss him on his pink nose, Aww. which is a great and abiding pleasure. And he's a real, he will let you hug him as hard as you want to, which is really rare for a cat. I love that. And has been an extremely good emotional resource during this pandemic. Uh, and my other papo is Sophie the baby. Oh, um, babies are so nice. Yeah. Uh, Sophie is my friend Rachel's baby, and she is the person we have sort of co co bubbled with. I was wondering with. if it was her. I was. I know Rachel. Yeah, Rachel's yeah. a couple too. She's, She's Sally's yeah, friend Ra too. Yeah, 
Rachel, yeah, yeah. Rachel and Sally are super good friends. And Rachel is a delightful and wonderful human being and was until recently sort of had another family that she was like exchanging a lot of childcare and support with. And they recently moved. And so a sort of small group of friends who are all like, cool childless ladies in our 30s <laughs> we're like hey guess what and like all of us work at schools in some capacity so we also all have like time in the summer so we were like we'll take your baby you want to you want us to take your baby we'll take your baby yeah. so once once or twice a week i go over and i take sophie away for a couple of hours so that rachel can just be alone for a couple of hours and Sophie and I get to hang out and she is the most perfect baby in the universe she's so fat amazing like her cheeks are so big that they hang over the edge of her face (laughs) the best she's so friendly and happy and she loves to do little dances when you sing her song she does little dances Um, and it's so exciting to get to hang out with this cool baby that is so awesome i'm so jealous i haven't met her yet but can't wait for when that happens she'll probably be four by the time i meet her yeah you should she's so good yeah rachel posted a photo recently that like she fell asleep in her arms like in the like shallow end of a pool and she's like perfect place to take a nap (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh poor rachel doing this on her own during a pandemic well, but not, it's not on our own anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's so it's such a hard situation because, like, obviously she did it anticipating like having a really rich community in the city, which she does. Yeah. But you can't have a community of thirty people right now yeah. helping you with childcare. That's just not possible. So well, she could go to the drum circle. <laughs> she could that's a really great point i bet people would just like pass that baby around mm-hmm. like a funky baby. nasty joint <laughs> funky, oh funky that's so baby. great yeah oh i'm so yeah that's that makes me so happy my papo of the week is a human person also oh, nice my bandmate and friend kuba had jay and i and fourth bandmate Adrian over former guest Adrian LaBelle over to his back porch for dinner which is like the first time in months I've had a meal that was made not by Jay or I and it was like Mm. we were so nervous and we kept pushing it off we were like okay let's do it this Monday and then uh, we pushed it and we're like okay it's not it's not time yet and so we did it like three days ago and um it was so amazing. Kuba lives in an entire house by himself that he rented from an old Italian man named Luigi, whose wife died a few years ago, and he decided to move back to Italy. And so he just left all of his stuff, which like they'd probably been in that house for like 50 years. And Kuba has just been like gutting the house and going through it and like had to take out asbestos flooring and like clean the vents and like do doing all this work. And like, he'll message Luigi back in Italy be like, is it okay if I do this? And he's like, yeah, 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 sure. Whatever. Um, and so Kuba moved in there in September and it's now end of July. So he finally was like at the point where he's like, okay, I want to have you over Like it's taken this long. And it was just so lovely and such 
it like such a simple thing to do, but it also it was like, it felt like we were cramming all of summer into just one day. Like we got there and he was like, Oh, do you want to pick some lettuce from the yard for our salad? And like, Oh, Jessica, do you want to pick a bouquet? And I like got to pick a bouquet of like roses and flowers from his yard. It was so nice. So yeah, it was also just like, I've never seen a man be such a great host before. Like, <laughs> I know that seems like narrow minded of me, but like he lives in that house all by himself oh. and he's made, he's just like made it such a beautiful space and curated it beautifully. And like the way he had all the food laid out, we had burgers. And so he had everything laid out. So like we could all go up individually onto this table and like get our stuff. And he, he like made everything look nice and it was just great. And then we could see the stars over top, like as the sunset. It was just magical. Anyway, I hope that he's on the podcast one day. Uh, but Kuba is my Papa of the Week. Yeah, no kidding. That's brought me to tears. <laughs> it sounded like such a lovely time. It was very nice. And I was like, so, so nervous going into it, like anticipating. And I was like, what if like, we can't distance and like what if i have to like go in and use the bathroom and, and then it was just mm. like everything was fine i didn't have to worry about it we stayed like until midnight and it was amazing yeah that sounds so beautiful <laughs> it does i i totally feel that like summer has to be compressed into a small number of experiences and moments but then those experiences and moments feel like so incredible yeah and it was also like time seemed different <laughs> It is different. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was so nice. And like the four of us, like we haven't played music together in months and months and months. And it's like, well, this is the next best thing. Just like yeah. getting to hang out. And I guess one day we'll play music again. But whatever. We're on hiatus. What about a beautiful you? night. Yeah. Uh, my, pup, my papa was Hank. He has sat on me the entire podcast. And he has a... He got bitten by a dog and he's doing okay, checking on it all the time and putting polysporin on it and washing it with some special soap. But after it happened, we went and sat on the grass and uh, I swear to God, he hugged me because uh, I, I can scoop him up really quick. So I scooped him up really quick, but the dog was biting him. Like I felt the dog like let go as I lifted him and then I held him and protected him from the dog, which is my job. And then uh, afterwards, we hugged. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I love my dog. It's so stressful. <clears throat> yeah, it's just like one of those situations. I think it's more stressful. Maybe Hannah, you may feel this way sometimes, but dealing with like a dog that, or a cat that has kind of constant issues, I get like yeah. sort of stressed out with the decision making around it. Like I called the vet at like 8 p.m. and was like, oh, I was bitten yesterday. I didn't know until today. Like. And then sending pictures and I had to shave his leg today. And then he oh, ate wow. all of, he ate all of the hair that I shaved off and oh, then coughed no. for like eight minutes. It was so funny because hey. he doesn't, he doesn't shed. So whenever like we, he finds a clump of dog hair, he tries to eat it outside. I'm like, you're so weird. <laughs> so then he had his own. He's like, I'll just eat this. That's what kind um, of demon Hank would be. For sure. Hair eater. <laughs> he was like, and then all day long, he's been kind of in a weird mood. So you know, it's just, it's stressful because I don't know, like, should I take him to emergency tomorrow? Well, I need to do that. And it's all on your own. And, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, 
Uh, yeah. 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 Having to make those decisions on your own. I The last time I brought pancakes in, she was running a fever and the vet was like, well, you, we could put her on steroids, but if she has an infection, that'll be bad. Or we could put her on antibiotics, which would help, but it won't solve the underlying problem. And I was just like, I don't, I'm not qualified to make yeah. this decision. Like, just tell Can me what I do should it? do, please. Yeah, that yeah. brings me to my second pupo, and it has to be Hank's vet. Like, there was a time I chose the vet because it was within walking distance of my apartment on Fraser and 13th, unknowing, of course, that my dog would become lame, and mm-hmm. I would not have to worry about walking him for quite some time. Um, and I didn't have a vet there that I really liked at first, and then I found a great vet, and she went back to school to specialize in something. And then I ended up with Dr. Kramer at Vancouver Animal Wellness, and she is so kind like she just asked for pictures of his leg this morning and then i just went and picked up this special soap and went to the pharmacy and got polysporin and like people in covid are going above and beyond and professionals are going above and beyond to make sure people are getting the help they need and they're not getting paid like she's not getting did not get paid for this consultation which would normally be like a hundred dollars so wow she's also a puppo yeah there's so many good people out there and you're not just a good person because you do things for free, but it's a great place to start. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hannah, if people want to listen to your podcast, how can they do that? Oh, yeah. Well, Secret Feminist Agenda is on mini hiatus right now because uh, it's a solo project and I got tired of the inside of my own brain. For but sure. you can find all love the previous episodes at secretfeministagenda.com uh, and my other podcast Witch Please is about to come back in September so look out for that as well um, but mostly I just hang out on Twitter at HKP McGregor. <laughs> I do see you on there a lot. Yep. I know. Love to scream. Me too. Uh, Jessica. It's where my terrible son kept it. Oh, <laughs> It's genetic. You are his biological parent. Mm-hmm. If you want to buy a tote bag or a zine, go to retailnightmares.bigcartel.com. If you want to donate to our Patreon, you can do so. We just posted a bonus episode. No pressure either way. We love you regardless of if you donate or not. Yeah. And if people well, want to buy your does. book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buy my book. That would be great. And if you can't afford it, just ask your library to bring it in for you. They'll bring it in for you. What else are they doing? <sighs> I'm just kidding. We love you librarians. Yeah, we really do. Hannah, it's been such a pleasure having you tonight. And so nice it's to see your face. Um, and please come back anytime you like. Uh, Jessica, I love you and I miss you. I'm just going to eh. start petting a pillow because Hannah's petting her cat. Alicia's got Hank and I'm, I've got my spider knee. Oh, what a beautiful cat. <gasps> oh. Wow. Wow. Is this pancakes yeah. or Alperti? This is Alperti. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. He's a gorgeous cat. Uh-oh, I think Hank yeah. just saw him. <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, everybody, thanks for listening to the podcast. Oh, Please take there's care. Pancakes. There's pancakes in the background. Hi. So cute. Okay, now I'm yeah. taking a screen cap. <laughs> oh. oh, so lovely. Yeah. Thank you so much for being They're on. Good. Yeah, it was the best. Everyone sleep well. Uh, okay, hugs and kisses. Good night. I love you all. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.